November 26, 2023. You're listening to No Bless with Don and Kevin, and I am Kevin. And I am Don. And we're back again, everybody. Welcome to the show. Here we are. I, uh... Yeah, I was um, trying to think of uh, how I've been doing. And oh. just uh, kind of spaced out there. Because, you know, the, yesterday I was sitting around, and I was uh, I was at the bar for a minute. Uh, talking to my friend and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't really know what I did today. <laughs> yeah. Like I got yeah. up and I did, I went to my yoga thing and then there was like six hours and I don't recall what I, what did I do yeah. during those six, like nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Did, I did absolutely nothing. Those six hours. I, I mean, I did some, you know I mean? I, I existed. I walked around. The time, the time went by. Yeah. I, I, didn't just sit there and watch a movie. I didn't sleep. I, I'm just yeah. not quite sure what I did with that time. I just don't know. Yeah. It's gone. And uh, it, I guess that happens sometimes. I, don't know. I, I was going to say, that's that's funny you say that because I got over here to my girlfriend's house and she's like, so what did you do today? And I was like, or no, because I was sitting here and I was like, man, I feel like I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> and she's like, did you have a busy day? And I was like, I guess I did. And I thought back and I was like, picked up my kid. We went to Walmart. We came home. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that wasn't a busy day. I don't, I don't know what I did, but I'm really tired. Uh, So I feel you. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know either. It's maybe an age thing. Like time's just slipping by so fast. I hate it. I hate it in so many ways because I want to like not get older, but at the same time, it's like there's nothing going on. So I have to let time go by. Just it is what it is. I went and saw that uh, Dock and Cover band. Like, first of all, the fact that there is a Dock and Cover band, right, is weird. Not a not a band that plays Dock and and other songs, but this right, is a right, band right. that's specifically up. right focused on Dock and itself. Yeah. The, the, the name under Dock and Key and uh, clever, I guess. And they have like a yeah. you know they have like a banner. And then their guys are wearing like teased wigs. The lead singer kind of dresses like Don Dockin, but I mean, what is that? It's just a hat and a frilly jacket. Uh, Duster. Dockin was a weird band from back in the day. Like, if you're a younger person, you're never really familiar with familiar with Dockin. That's understandable because they don't look up their new stuff. Yeah, they they were they were kind of popular at times, but they were like one of these bands that had a lot of infighting. And yeah. uh, they they could never kind of hold it all together all the time. They did like that whole Dream Warriors Nightmare on Elm Street three, which is probably like probably like peak time for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George Lynch had his skull guitar, and right. uh, they were really popular then. And hey, they were popular in Japan. We're big in Japan. Yeah. Uh, they had a Japan live album, uh, but then they kind of just broke up, you know, and. They all said, they After, yeah, start their own bands and all this kind of shit. And, but they, they had some good songs and, and they had a lot of love songs and they, they, they weren't as, as glam as like a poison or a, a enough's enough or something. Right. But they were a little glam and they were, yeah. you know, they were kind of like a Bon Jovi kind of glam, like, you know, like teased hair, a little bit of makeup, but not a lot, uh, kind of right. thing. Depends on what year you're looking at them. Just like any of these bands back then. So, I mean, they were kind of like accepted among like, you know, metal people. They'd be like, yeah, Dockin's cool. They weren't like super like, 
you know, girly looking. So people were like, they're all right. It's kind of like rat, kind of like rat in that right. way. Just, uh, but they, um, yeah, they just, you know, they had some good songs, but I mean, nothing that really, I mean, did anything chart? Did anything really chart? Did that Dream Warrior song ch- ch- chart? Yeah, that charted. I think uh, in my dreams, got like in the top one hundred or something like that. I don't think like yeah, you know, uh, yeah, maybe the top twenty. Right, they had some MTV rotation into the fire. Yeah, they were, and they, they, they were, they were always on headbangers back ball. for the attack, and you know the the um that one song off that album. Uh, I don't know. One right after Mr. Scary. Yeah. I can't ever remember the name of the song. Oh, Burning Like a Flame. Burning Like a Flame. Yeah. Yeah. That was big. So they, so they have, you know, but they had some play, but I mean, they just, I don't know. They're just not that big. And, and, uh, but, you know, Don and I liked them. Don't get me wrong. Like we like, we were into them, but, uh, they, you know, nationally on a national thing, not that big. Kind of like how we were Sabotage. Although Dockin was much bigger than Sabotage was. Yeah. But, but still not not at say like Dokken, not at Rat's level at all. Like Rat was gigantic arena tours. Dokken, no. But yeah. I mean Dokken was in Monsters of Rock. So, you know, hey. I mean, there you go. Can't go wrong there. They're with Kingdom Come and uh, that nobody listens to. And uh Metallica, Scorpions, and uh Van Halen. What a weird combo that all was. Uh anyway. It was a weird combo, but it was like four bands that I liked, or five bands. Yeah, I, I mean, it was cool. It was, it was just like um, I don't know. You know what? Metal has always had this weird issue when it came, especially back in the day, where it came to how you define it and the difference between rock bands and metal bands. And right. you know, there's a lot of rock bands that weren't really metal bands and then there was but some metal bands pretended they were metal bands but they were really kind of rock bands you know like bon jovi is a great example bon jovi is really not a metal band you know they were kind of like a rock band and uh but you know the but if you watched mtv back in the day they'd be on like the the headbangers ball and shit like that you know and you'd just be like guys these guys aren't metal you know it was like this really sort of fragmented thing about what metal was and, and the whole metal atmosphere. And uh, and then, what, there's that whole documentary series that guy put together about, about all the different uh, variations of metal. You oh, know? Yeah, all the, yeah. You know, and he goes on and on about all these bands and all these different classifications and, and everything. I mean, because that's just really what it comes down to is everybody was just classifying everything into these different things and, and metal people were just like in different groups and uh, you know, what people were into and what they were. I, I think that kind of fragmented out the whole market really. And it made it kind of um, less accessible than just like saying rock, like people that were in right. rock, mostly just all kind of like rock, you know, and they yeah. st- it's still around the day, classic rock stations playing the same Pink Floyd songs over and over again. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, kind of a kind of an example. I was thinking about this the other day. <clears throat> Like if you you everybody knows well everybody should know who Motorhead is, and if if you meant, huh? There was a video game, Motorhead. Yeah, they meant yeah. That's true. Um, everybody, everybody, anybody who's anybody knows who Motorhead is, and they're revered across the board by many many metalheads. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like all genres of metal, everybody's like fuck Motorhead. You know, it's it's Lemmy, it's Motorhead, it's Motorhead. Yeah. But if you really just listen to Motorhead. Yeah. 
it's just it's just rock and roll. Right. You know, it's not there's there's nothing there's no like you know, there's no screaming and no you know yeah. like weird wild. It's it's just basic rock and roll, but it's just right. it's just distorted bass and it's Lemmy singing. So it's like everybody's like that's his metal, and it's like, yeah, it's, all yeah. right, yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I think, like, as we got older, we got more into thrash and uh, bands that were harder, and we didn't much, like, it, it's, it was a weird thing. I mean, it's just the whole thing's weird, because you did like, everybody did like some bands that were softer in some ways. I mean, Van Halen was soft. Van Halen, it's hard to find anybody that didn't like Van Halen back in the day. Like, right. it's just, just right. today I could understand there's people others that don't like, but back in the day, I mean, it's just universally loved everybody like Van Halen, or at least some variation. You either like the right. David Lee Roth Van Halen or the um, Sammy, Hagar. Sammy Hagar, right? You know, uh, but it, yeah, but not metal. Yeah. I mean, not Van Halen's not metal, but you know, everybody was like, you know, hey, it's Eddie Van Halen. I mean, the guy can, you know, play guitar with like, yeah. with, like they're not, they're not metal, but a lot of metal heads love Van Halen. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 It's just, it's cool. just how it was. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, this uh, cover band was, uh, they, they, they actually did a good job, but I left after like, maybe the sixth song. Cause I was just like, uh, I was tired. It's like 11 o'clock and I was out in Medina, which is kind of far. Yeah. And, uh, I was just like, you know, I can't hang on anymore. Plus listen, we've been over this before, but when I go to these things, I'm not really there to watch the dudes on stage playing <laughs> instruments. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm yeah. kind of, I'm there to socialize, and uh, I was in a seated position where I had to kind of turn around to watch these guys, or I could face the bar and, you know, uh, not look at them, have my back to them. It was a bad seating situation, and I was just like, I don't want to sit here and watch four guys on stage. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm over that. I'm just over it. Like, yeah. you know, there's there's certain things. Like, King Diamond comes to town. Okay. Because he's in monster makeup and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's putting on a show. He's like, you know, you can sit there. You, you're watching the show. He's got a whole, yeah. he's got antics. He's got something going on and stuff. But um, guys that are just out there trying to look cute for girls, essentially, you know, even in their 40s or whatever these guys were, like, I no. I just I don't want to sit there and pay money to stare at them. Like, cool that right. they can play the music. I like the tunes. Yeah. But what am I? But what? Like, what am I looking at? Like, this is the right. thing. Like, if you're a guitarist, right. okay, what am you, I supposed to be watching? Yeah. If I'm a good, if you're a guitarist, you might be watching the lead guitar. I'm seeing like how he's doing, how he's playing that one thing. You know, like how he, he's hitting those notes right or whatever. Yep. You know, done it. And, uh, you know, maybe if it's same with the bass or the drum, but if you're not, if you're not like, I'm not, I'm not a musician. Right. So what, what am I looking at? I'm looking at the dudes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not cool to me. Like, I don't know. You're just, you're just in an ocean full of faces and you're just got a big smile on your face staring at a bunch of dudes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not, ugh. it's not, yeah. yeah. No. And there's and there's and there's and there's and you know in this uh, this is I was thinking about something like this the other day, but and and you know even if you're standing there and you're not paying attention to anything around you and you're just staring at the stage like with a big smile on your face, <laughs> and, and you're like, and you're like I don't I don't even care I'm just so happy staring at this dude you know who's singing right 
But then in the crowd, there's probably like five or six people looking at you going, look how happy that dude is just staring at the, at the stage. Like how many people were staring at you? No, <laughs> you know, this is like, ah, but yeah. What do you do? That's, I mean, that's, that's, you know, we went to go see Wasp. I watched, I looked at Blackie for a couple minutes I just, and then I was just like, or I mean, even an armored saint, remember we were, I mean, it was like, we were breaking down everything they were doing. We're like, how many knee bends did this guy do? And look at how many times did this guy, you know, wave right. his hand. Right, and right. How many times did this, you know? It's just, it was, grown, I've just grown out of the whole thing. And, uh, and you know, it, it it's just, I, I was never really into it to begin with, I suppose. But, I mean, there was just, you know, the, the sensation of seeing these bands. But I just, I just can't do it anymore. I just don't. So I'm just there, like, hey, I'm looking at some of the girls, sure, you know, talking to friends, yeah. But oh, yeah. I don't want to just sit there and stare at a fucking band. I don't care who it is. I don't care if my friends are on stage. Like, I do not right. want to watch people dudes play instruments if it's a bunch of girls all right i don't mind staring at girls and, and everything for a little while too but it does get boring after a while just watching people play instruments on stage as well if they got a show if they got a show shit's exploding somebody's flying by on wires or something right, you know, right. there's videos some, yeah there's some antics whatever okay cool uh, you know i'm I, I dig it but these guys were just like last night they just were they didn't move around. They were all just planted in their place, playing their instruments and singing. And I'm just like, hey. yeah, what am I staring at? This is not, I'm done. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going home. It's kind of, that's the kind of rockers they are. Yeah. It's just not, you know, I mean, at least they weren't doing the super glammy crap where they're like shaking their ass or something and being all weird and dumb. <laughs> like I just definitely have left at that point, but yeah, it's just, it wasn't my thing. But uh, let's see. So Thanksgiving, your Thanksgiving good? Everything go good this year? Everything normal? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it was all right. I got to, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to get together with the fam. Hang out. Yeah, most of them. And then it, it was like the first year that I didn't have to go pick up my kid. Oh, right, uh, yeah. Because she's got this because she was going over to the boyfriend's grandparents' house in the, in the morning. And then she was going to come out to Eastlake uh, where I was. It was right around the corner from your brother. Well, not right around the corner, but I was in the area. Yeah, right, I know. What you're and uh, and uh, she came, she drove out there to, to come meet up with us there. So it was kind of a weird one where it was just like I didn't have to pick up the kid, and then she had to go to work. She had to work Thursday night, and so well, you know, I mocked her. I was like, "Welcome to the real world, kid. Now you're, you know, in the workforce on a holiday. Now you're really going to see what it's all about." And uh, it it wasn't, you know, wasn't that bad. So. <laughs> she was like whatever dad oh geez yeah yeah just a normal 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 thanksgiving yeah it'd be kind of funny though if you had actually like gone to my brother's door you know I'm like hey and he was there you know i think he just right. kind of come inside and sit down on his couch he'd be all confused he'd be like hey uh you know how's it going <laughs> he'd be like first off why are you here second of all how long are you staying <laughs> he'd be like, oh, jody's done um hmm. he'd be <laughs> So stupid. Mm. They'd be so confused. Like, you remember Don, don't you? Yeah, like, like, you want some no. drink or no, man? <laughs> <laughs> Just came to hang out with you. <laughs> That's why I stopped by. Um, all right. Surprise mm. popping. We talked to my brother, so he's got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, right. So I should have texted you and be like, "What's your brother's address?" But no, <laughs> my brother was at uh, my place. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I had it over my family, except for the twin boys, because they were with their, which is my brother's middle child's kids. She has two twin boys, and they were with their father. So 
didn't have them, but I did have my brother's ex-wife and her two boys that she adopted or is about to, okay. whatever the whatever the hell that's all going on about. So they were there, and uh, my girlfriend came with both of her daughters, which I have, hey. I have not actually spent uh, like literally any time in the two years I've been dating her with right. her oldest daughter. Uh, just for whatever reason, I don't know. I mean, I don't. It's not because of me or anything. Like, you're a creep. I don't want you hanging. You know, it's none of that. There's just uh, dynamics to that whole family thing and the the oldest daughter is in her 30s so i don't yeah. know you know there's just whatever family stuff with them so i you know but she, we she's totally nice totally got along everything was cool i think everybody had a great time i was whipped i had been cleaning uh my house actually my house in general was uh, pretty clean in 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 most respects yeah. Uh, but I had to work on cleaning my basement. It was kind of like this thing where, uh, not that anybody wanted to go down there, but I've been on this quest to like, there's like certain rooms in my house after my mom passed away many years ago and I inherited all her stuff. And there was a long process of decluttering from all her stuff. Like for instance, she had 1300 books and I had to like sell a lot of those books and then, you know, figure out what to do with the the rest of the books that I didn't sell and 13 and books takes up a hell of a lot of space. I don't have like the Baird library over here that I could just put right. them in, you know, they, they took up huge space. And I, and so a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of her cooking stuff and everything ended up in my basement. And, uh, so slowly over time, I, you know, removed a lot of things and decluttered and, you know, I've been painting and, and some other rooms and such. And so the basement is like one of the last rooms. The office that I'm actually in right now is the last room. This room has got all the computer stuff, cables, wires, but I don't know what I'm going to do with all this stuff. You know what I mean? This room is cluttered, but the rest of my house is fine. So anyway, I was cleaning the basement and, and getting it uh, uh, nice. At, and then... I cooked because I was, I cook for everybody. So it's not like a potluck where everybody brings something. I don't, people can bring stuff. For instance, my oldest niece brought some kind of bread thing that she was the only one who ate. Uh, but um, if I tell people like you got to bring something, that's a surefire way not to have people come because right. they're going to feel like they, you know, they don't, they didn't have time or whatever, and they didn't get to the store, you know, and, and I don't want to put any of that on them. I just want them to show up because I don't get to see my family generally, I, you know, throughout the right. year. So this is a nice opportunity for everybody just to get together once a year, kind of hang out and everything. And it all worked out fine. But by the, when I sat down to eat and I poured myself a glass of wine, I'm not a wine drinker, but it's Thanksgiving. So I have a little bit of white wine. Um, cool. I was, I was just like, I'm so tired. <laughs> Cannot wait for you people to leave so I can go to sleep. And, uh, but we ate at three and everybody left at six. Like everybody left at the exact same time. Isn't that weird? And yeah, it's just like, oh, you're leaving. Well, that's an opportunity for me to leave too. Like right. nobody wants to be the first person to go. But as soon as somebody goes and it's like, we can all go, you know, mass exodus. <laughs> You know, it's just like, um, you know, I could tell my girlfriend, like, you could stay like, oh, no, I got to go. Oh, okay. Six o'clock. Nope, everybody's leaving. I'm, I'm in the wave. Yeah. 
I got caught in the undercurrent. But uh, it's fine. Like I was, I was tired, so I was like, just everybody can go, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that was it. And then I went and um, saw the movie Napoleon. Oh boy! Um, and we talked about this. You know, um, it's not good. Like the movie's not good. Uh, there, there. People can be like, yeah, I liked it, or I had parts about it. That's fine. I'm, you know what I mean. Like anytime I say I don't like something, there's always somebody that gets all pissed off about it. Right. Uh, it's just my opinion. But the thing is, is that it's very dry, and it's very. It's like if it 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 didn't make sense to make this into a movie because Napoleon's life is too large. It's like it's like. Saying I'm going to make a movie about World War II, like nobody does that because it's too goddamn big. They got you know you got to put it into separate battles. You know right. they they do a like Fury. It's about a guys in a tank. You know that's that's the movie, right? Yeah. Or they'll yeah. have you know something about a like a particular battle. You'll have Dunkirk. You know they're going to make this one about uh, Nolan's making one about the 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 El Alamein in in the in the desert that's coming up. You know. There's lots of movies like this. There's one about Stalingrad. There's one about submarines and boats. But nobody's going to sit there and be like, I'm going to make one movie. It's going to be like two and a half hours long, and it's going to be about World War II. Like, you'll just be like, right. you can't. What? How, what's, you know what I mean? Like, what's, how are you going to do that? You know, I, and believe me, I know somebody has done it. Somebody's going to send me a link to some horrible movie called World War II that it's all right. about that. But I mean, realistically, you just, you, you can't, you can't do it. And, and Napoleon's the same way. Like Napoleon was just like it, like for instance, like it, it showed like uh, in the beginning, uh, it was kind of like Napoleon's first real battle, right? That he takes on and it starts out kind of strong like that and it's kind of violent and everything. And and then it goes right from there. And then suddenly the, like the next scene, he's in Egypt. Like he's oh. he's already in Egypt and it's not even really a battle there. It, it and it just like kind of. Then he left Egypt because his wife was fooling around with somebody, and you just like the whole thing's like just real scattershot like that. And I couldn't quite figure out what Ridley Scott was trying to do here. It's like because if it was a love story, it didn't work because every like it didn't seem like his girlfriend actually liked him. It was all real his wife, but then she, they get divorced and it's just, it's real dry. And, and, and he doesn't seem like likable, like Napoleon or, or, or dislikable. Like he just seems real boring and one dimensional and the whole thing's like this. And it's, it, and it's just like, you just get to, to the end and you're like, please end, please end. So I can go because this is horrible uh, right now. You know, I was thinking about that too, the other day I was thinking, <laughs> So you ever notice when you're at concerts and um, the band plays their last song, you know, or whatever, you know, they're like, thank you. Good night. And everybody's like, yeah, you know, they're clapping and stuff like that. Nobody's ever really kind of sitting there going like, what? No, don't leave. What? Where are you going? I'm not ready to go (laughs) yet. No, because everybody's ready to go. Like, everybody wants to get the fuck out by then. You're just like, yeah, thank God, man. It's. 12 songs i'm tired <laughs> like oh they're doing an encore <sighs> fuck all right well i hope they don't right. do two because i don't want right. to 
I don't want to stick around. I mean, I saw Metallica back in the day on the Injustice for All tour, and they had, like, I think two encores, and I think I left after the first encore because I didn't know, and I think the second one they came back and played Bread Fan, and yeah. uh, even um, Hetfield said, what, everybody leave <laughs> like, yeah. on the mic because a whole bunch of people left, and it's like, yeah, man, we're tired, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've been at shows, and they've started, and I've been like, this is awesome. Now, when are they done? <laughs> You know, like when, when this is this is so awesome. What are, can we get through this, please? You know, nobody is ever like you know. Everybody's like, yeah, it was an awesome show, but nobody's ever like, I can't believe they're t- oh my god, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going home. I want to stay here all night this long. Crazy! I'm so pissed they didn't play a fifties. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I just want to lay down. <laughs> you know, it's like I can listen to these tunes laying down, can I? You're all like fucking sweaty and beat up <laughs> yeah. you know, even if you're like not in a pit or anything you know you're just right you're just kind of mashed between people because the seats are so tight and you're always kind of walking move. by and you gotta squeeze by people and to get to yeah. the bathroom or the get a beer or whatever the hell you're doing or you know to talk to somebody and yeah but like, getting bumped constantly and <laughs> like nah just want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I paid all this money. I paid all this money and spent all this time trying to get here. Now I just want to leave. Just get home. Your ears so, are ringing. You're just yeah. laying there like, oh, that was horrible. Um, yeah. You know, and then you, the next day you tell everybody, yeah, it was great. It was fucking great. Was a great show time, man. Amazing. Great show. Yeah, amazing oh. show. Damn, I was happy to get the fuck out of there. Um, like, I wish I wish you would have saw it because you would have told me what happened. <laughs> but yeah, so Napoleon, I just, you know, not not really, not great. Not great. And it's not rated really high either. It's it's only kind of like in the mid sixties on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's kinda eh. And and I mean whatever. I think I but I will say this, like I'm kinda done with Ridley Scott. Like he's also kind of old, so he's probably done with me too. But the last right, like right. four Ridley Scott films I've watched, because he did like the Prometheus and the, the sequel to Prometheus, and uh he did one other thing, I think. And, and but whatever it is, like uh, he's he's no longer relevant to me at this point because I just don't think he's <laughs> connecting all the dots on how to make a good movie anymore. Like uh, he used to. Don't get me wrong, the guy, you know, made some great films, but now it's just kind of like mm, he's not he's not holding it together for me. It's these things yeah. are too the 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 narrative is all wrong and the continuity is bad in his films. Like he's just not. He's, he just doesn't have it anymore. So it's just like, I'm done with it. I'm not excited about his movies anymore. You know, it doesn't really make movies anymore. I mean, maybe he's retired. I don't really know. It's, it's like, other than like producing some things like Jurassic Park and stuff, is Spielberg, right? When Spielberg used right. to make a movie, it used to be like a big thing, you know? Like, right. you'd hear about it and such, even if they were bad. But you'd, you know, Spielberg films were an event kind of a thing. It's kind of like Lucas in a way. Um, Lucas, though, he had a lot of movies that were also bad. But Spielberg was huge, and I don't know. I guess he's retired. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, they come from that. They come from that old school uh, movie making. Yeah, that nobody likes anymore because they're they're about they're more into the scenery and, and the scenes and, and letting things you know breathe and you know. Whereas nowadays it's like it's got to be constant. Boom, 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 boom. You got to keep their attention. You can't stop for one second. You know they're going to get bored and shut it off. And I think that they're, you know what I mean. I think that like all them old guys, Scorsese and all them guys, they're all they're just basically <clears throat> like what like like what you said with this Ridley Scott. 
is they're just pretty much going on what their names are. And people are going, oh my God, it's Ridley Scott. That's the guy that did Alien and did this and da da. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And they're like, oh, he's all his movies are great. And then they go see it and they're just like, eh, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't that great, you know, because right. <laughs> it's the old school, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what those guys know. That's what they're, that's what they're good at, you know? And you don't see many of them like adjusting to, adjusting their style to adapt to the, to the new age because those kinds of guys are like, you know, they're kind of stuck up. Like, what are you talking about? I come from the golden age of cinema when, you know, you can make special effects in your basement on shoestrings and stuff. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of those, but I, you know, a lot of new directors that are up and coming and things like that. I try to follow some of them, but it, it, it is, it is a, the only ones you really pay like, or you hear about are the superhero ones, you know, and the ones that have done superhero movies or horror movies, of course. But uh, the rest of it has been pretty quiet, and maybe well, that's just because of the way things get released these days. They don't release a lot of dramas and things in theaters anymore. Not a lot of rated R pictures either. Go ahead. If you think about it, okay, like when we were growing up, that was there was you know the Lucases, the Spielbergs, the Scorseses, the you know the whatever. Uh, like there were, there were, there were producers and directors and movie makers who you were like, I know, I know, I know, I know. Right. And then, you know, and then like in the nineties, you get like these, you get like Ang Lee and you get like, yeah, uh, but yeah. Quentin Tarantino right. and you get, uh, right. Michael Rodriguez or whatever yeah, is Robert yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. So it's like almost every generation, there's been a group of directors or movie makers. But if you looked at, if you asked me today, like, who's the best director of movies today? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know any. Like you know, what I mean, even back then, I don't know who the best is, but I could, I could spout out, oh, Lucas Spielberg, you yeah, know, right, Scorsese. Right. I, I could say these names because yeah. I know them. Yeah. But nowadays, you, like you just said, you're like, oh, all the movie, all the Marvel movie directors. It's like, I don't know, because well, I guess like Tiki Watati or whatever his name is, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's he got kind of popular, so it's like, but that's like that's the only guy I know of. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because they don't, they don't seem to like do. They don't have. Uh, there's nobody out there. It's got like there's no one, one, one or two people that are like the main guy. Like the movie theaters are going. Like the movie, like the movie houses are like, we got to get him on this film. We need, you know. Yeah, I it it it's, this dude. I mean, I think there is, but I think that it doesn't always work, and I think it's because the studios themselves are very defective now. Like they don't make. You know, listen, a lot of these things were just like, there was patterns. Like if a Tom Hanks made a film, you kind of knew how these movies were going to go. You know, there was a Spielberg made a film. You kind of knew, you know, this is how it was constructed and, you know, how the ending is going to be and and all this kind of thing. And and today, you know, uh, there's a lot more dynamics to everything that's going on. And and, uh, I don't know, man, like the they make movies now and it, audiences are fickle. They, you know, they get everything on Netflix and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, so the, the getting, making a big picture. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, because <laughs> like, it's like, like squid game. Okay. You didn't watch it, but no. it was on Netflix. Right. And it made Netflix like their value as a company go up $1 billion. That one show did. And, uh, I don't know how they figure these things out. I read about it, you know, don't stone me. This is just what, you know, apparently that was so popular, you know, that it made, made them $1 billion. And so it's, it's like, they're looking for, they're looking for that. Now they're looking for like a way 
to make these things bring in audiences to these streaming platforms. Like Apple, for instance. I mean, Napoleon and that Scorsese film that I can never remember the name of, the Indians and the Blood Flower, whatever the, the hell it's Death called. of the Indian River or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, those are, like, very expensive films that Apple's bankrolling, but ultimately they're going to land on Apple you know, Apple plus and, and they, and what they're doing is they want to win some Oscars They They want to win some notoriety and, and they right. want to be like, Hey, we got those films on Apple plus bring the money in the eyes here to our, um, you know, our TV c- streaming service. And this is what everybody is kind of doing. They're, they're pouring money into these things to bring people over. But then you get, you know, these odd, uh, um, uh, tiger King kind of documentaries right. and, and things that are actually the things bringing people's eyes over. And and you start to wonder, like, is old Hollywood just kind of dead, you know? Right. And and I don't know. I mean, it's not. I mean, they're still making them. It's still going on. But I'm wondering if, if in the boardrooms, when they're looking at these things, they're thinking, we could spend $200 million, $300 million to make this movie. Or we could just roll the dice on, you know, making like six other smaller pictures and see what right. happens with those. See which one hits. Right. Because audiences don't seem to have any kind of loyalty towards um, directors and production companies or anything like right. that anymore. So it's kind of, it, it's maybe it's not worth spending that much money on, on that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. What right. that, I don't know. It's just, hmm. I mean, there's not but that then many. Again, maybe. Go ahead. Maybe there's kids nowadays who can name off these directors and be like, "Oh yeah, that's this guy. He did this, 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 and this." Or you know, what I mean, maybe well, I just sure maybe Oz I'm out of touch. Could. I mean, Oz knows all kind. You know, I think well, at least the ones he cares about. But yeah, I don't. Right. I don't Which know. are all the old ones? Well, I just don't think that you know, like it's the lines are just blurry because you'll you'll get something like The Irishman by Scorsese that'll be just like pretty much direct on streaming, you know, and then you'll you'll get uh, you know other things. Cause he's doing one for Apple, but that one's going to be in theaters, you know? And it's like, it's, it's also just kind of hard to follow any one particular director's career now because it's, it's no longer just movies. Now you do TV and, uh, streaming and right. your shorts well, and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was it was like, uh, Jordan Peele or whatever his name is, or yeah, whichever, yeah. King of Peele. he was on comedy central, had a popular comedy show, right? turns around and becomes a horror director right <laughs> you know or right. a horror writer or whatever he was you know what i mean it's yeah. like these guys they're all over the place they're all they're, you know yes, doing all kinds right. of stuff and so it's now it's just difficult to know you know and even with him like that's a good example like he, he's had he's he's done really well with low budget you know was that bloom house production company yeah. usually typical bl- low budget films um with unknown or very you know young uh, yeah, young in their casts, career. right, and uh, making you know uh, good money doing those kinds of things. But at the same time, the studio is probably looking at that and going, "Do we give this guy like two hundred million dollars to make like a bigger film? Right. Probably not, right? right. You know, because they're thinking he's probably not going to bring in a bigger audience than that. Now he might prove them wrong." You know, he might sit down and write like a, like a really, you know, great film. It's just one of those, like, I just feel like the industry is just really not sure what the hell they're doing right now. And, uh, they're just trying to see what sticks. And I, and it's just different from back in the day because they kind of knew 
these are our summer blockbusters. Now, they didn't know if the movies were good. Like, lots of movies were trash that came out back in the day, just like sure. any other time. But all of these studios, you know, they had a lineup that they were going to send out, you know, throughout the year, et cetera. And, and now it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh. it's... It's like, you know, I know this much. Disney doesn't really need to make too many more superhero movies that they keep coming out like the ones they have been coming out with. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Saw so how successful the Blue Beetle was. Yeah. I completely I, forgot about it until I saw the thing on my road. I turned my TV on the other day and the Roku channel thing came up. My, my Roku stick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the main screen popped up and it goes, Blue Beetle on Max. And I was like. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that one. Like I, nobody talked about that at all. I have Max, and I have no interest in watching that. Like I've seen yeah. it, and I'm just like, I don't know who that character is, uh, and it's just a superhero story that I've probably already right. seen a variation of. Uh, I've seen the, the the trailer, so I get it. He has the suit that can do things. Uh, it's not yeah. interesting to me. I'm like, it's completely, Sounds familiar. Yes, completely uninterested. <laughs> I, I mean, it. I even know who the Blue Beetle is, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And I saw the trailer for the new Aquaman, and oh, yeah. uh, don't really look much care about that either. Like, I don't, sorry, I just don't. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I still haven't seen the first one. Yeah. I watched your trailer for Echo. Yeah. What'd you think about that? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have much uh, interest in her when she was in that Hawkeye series. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, that's probably not, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not, that's just a, a, like pretty much almost an origin story, but it's like, they were like, she's getting her own series. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I want to see Daredevil fight the Kingpin. You know what I mean? Well, Daredevil is in one of the clips with the Echo trailer. So he's fighting her at one point. Yeah. It's really, it's really quick and it's dark, but yeah. He's in there. So, yeah. But but the point is, is that, no, I mean, who knows? Because the show's not out yet. Um, but that's, this is not a normal Disney. Show. This is going into the Netflix series. This is the Hell's Kitchen right. universe. I mean, it opens up with Kingpin bloodying up a guy with his fist. This is Disney. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is yeah, yeah. Disney Plus we're talking about here. Streaming commercial. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and it's what it's telling us is that, they're trying to keep the same feel of the Netflix the produced adult, shows yeah. that were hit or miss. Let's face it. Some of them were hit and miss. Um, right. And uh, now we're going to see violent. what they're going to, what they're going to bring to the show. And I, I don't really know echo. I don't, you know what I mean? I know, I know Fisk. I, you know what I mean? Right. Like I, right. Right. I know what he's about. And I know that, Daredevil's coming back with some weird number of episodes or something. I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, But, you know, that's... they fired everybody. (laughs) Right, right. So I'm going to watch it it, it, because I just feel like it's made for adults. And I'm going to put my... It's kind of like I'm going to watch it because I'm kind of kind of like echoes what I mean. Because I'm going to like... I'm kind of voting for it. I'm kind of saying like this is what I want to watch. I don't want to watch any more of this sort of pg or pg-13 thing i want i want some rated r <laughs> yeah yeah content so i'm gonna watch it now it might be terrible i don't know and if it is i'll stop watching it you know because i won't just watch something if it's awful but i'm gonna i'm gonna make it like an effort to actually watch it when it comes on and hopefully it it you know maintains some decent quality or at least takes the story in a direction i think it's only six episodes six or eight episodes yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, 
I don't think it's going to be a big thing, but it's like the first time that look, I'll give Disney a little bit of credit. They're, they're rolling the dice. They're saying like, we're going to put together an adult rated rated R show on a Disney branded streaming service that we're producing ourselves, you know? And, uh, it's not like a Fox production, like Deadpool that they kind of brought over, but you know, or the, the buyout of the Netflix show. This is the first time that Disney themselves is saying, you know, we're going to produce okay. this for adults yeah. and it's going to be violent, might have nudity in it. Who knows? Uh, and so I just want to be there and I want to be like, I just want to be like, you know, kind of history making in a weird way, <laughs> you right. know, but I want to be there and just be like, this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah. I hope it's good, but this is what I want. <laughs> it doesn't have to be all of it. I don't want to stop bed knobs and broomsticks too from coming out. You know, I want the kids yeah, yeah. to all have their stuff, but if you're going to have all of my superhero shows, like, Give me some of the more adult content that some of right. these comic books lean towards. Yeah, I didn't ask Disney. I didn't ask the biggest children's gimmick to to go out there and buy all my favorite stuff, so they could put out children's versions of it. You know, like I didn't. I didn't right. ask for that. So, so don't do that. Right, and I you think know? that you know, if they can get if they if they get away with this. And and it works for them. Like their audiences show up. That that's still questionable because a lot of people have sort of retreated from from Disney, you know, because of the content issues. Right. Right. And, but and the what and listen, the ones that are there, the ones that are there to see Baby Yoda aren't necessarily the ones that are going to watch Echo. Uh, yeah. So that's also a struggle for them. But the thing is, is that like if they get an audience and it does pretty good and it drives numbers or the return of daredevil hopefully does they might sit there and say like you know what this adult thing is working for us why don't we try doing some adult star wars stuff and yeah. like and then i might watch that you know because i would be like all right let's see that how that's going to be like that could be like a darker version of star wars to you know because like and what i mean by that is like regular star wars <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. star wars was always kind of dark you know like it, yeah. it, it it was it was not some light-hearted you know happy show with the wacky robots i mean luke skywalker got his fucking arm cut off by his dad you know and fucking- even the the cute like from the original star wars even like the cute little jawas you know what i mean you're like oh look they're little like you know they're like little dudes in hoods and they got yellow eyes and they're running around. They collect junk and oh my God, they just wiped them all out. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> you know, like, oh shit. I'm, you know, Han shot first, you know, killed Greedo. Yeah. Um, Obi-Wan doesn't even shoot. He struck a guy down in the bar. Look, you know what I'm saying? Like it, the, the, that was Lucas when he was younger was like, well, this isn't just fucking, this isn't a kid's show. He was trying to show people. This yeah. isn't a, this isn't a kid. This isn't your mom's fucking. This isn't Star Trek. This is like right. some violent shit out here. You know, it's like a war is going on. This is what he was trying yeah. to say. You know, Darth Vader's choking fuckers out. You know, yeah. It's a space war, it's, but it's still a war. And, and now it's just it's a lot more sterile now. You know, there's a yeah. little bit of it, but they make such a big grandiose thing about people dying or whatever that it's not. You know, it's not the same. Go ahead. <laughs> There's more blatant use of, I don't know how you want to say it, jokes or like comedic high spots or like spots. You know what I mean? It's like, it seems that they're purposely putting in something to, you know, like, oh, we got to make it upbeat and happy right here to make everybody laugh. 
Whereas back in the day, you would get like a line from Han Solo where he'd be like, never tell me the odds. And it's like completely serious. He's completely in the shit. He's, he's doing something and he says something and you just laugh because it's, it just, you know what I mean? You're because you just laugh because of the situation because of that. Da, da, da. But nowadays it just seems like they're putting purposely, you know what I mean? Like put in the little, right. you know, put in oh, the dog yeah. humor here, oh, or put in the, you know, the yeah. baby says something here or the baby farts or, you know what I mean? It's just like, you're just putting stuff in here just to get. Yeah. You know or I mean? sell merchandise and things. Yeah. Right. Like, and also, like, could you imagine if this was, like, Empire Strikes Back and it was owned by Disney and they're like, yeah, well, he uh, he's going to slice open the tauntaun, his organs are going to come out, and he's going to stick the body in there. Yeah. Right. Like, Disney would have been like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they wouldn't even cared about all that. They would have just been like, you're slicing the animal open? Like, what? Never going to get on the screen at all. You're never going to see any of that yeah. gross shit. They'd have peer groups or something. They don't like that scene. We're not going to yeah. have that scene, et cetera. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I if they can get, uh, if they can make this work with Marvel, which is a stretch, because like I said, I don't know if the audience is going to be there for Disney Plus. They're not there now. Um, but if they do, we could see more adult stuff, which was regular stuff, classic Star Wars stuff, which would be great. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just hoping, but I'm with you. Yeah, I don't know this Echo character, and look, I you know it, it 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 might have bad writing. I mean, it could, but let's see what let's see what happens. They they got yeah. you know they got the D'Onofrio back. I mean, yeah. I like him as Kingpin. Yeah, I mean, he, he does a good job. I mean, you know, because there's a lot of ways you could do that character wrong, and he he at least does it to the best of his, you know. But, but that's the thing it's like it's a, he's he's good at it and it's a good character and all that stuff but i don't know if i want to watch a show about him like if they're like it's a kingpin limited series i'd be like i'm good yeah i don't you think I mean? yeah i don't well I, you know maybe it I mean, depends on what it would be about but i get what you're saying no i wouldn't want to watch a whole series about him but he's the bad guy i don't want to watch a show about the bad guys usually yeah. um maybe if it was like a dr doom show even though i don't really care that much about dc comics but like yeah. dr doom's got quite a pedigree of content new What's rumor up? for the new rumor for the fantastic seeing as how you're talking about dr doom no i haven't followed that at all tell me the rumor is well i don't know if it's a rumor or not because they said this is official uh mr fantastic is going to be played by pedro pascal the mandalorian and the last of us and all that kind of right. john krasinski wasn't up for the job they're gonna do they're gonna do pedro pascal instead that's what i that's the rumor that, that's the thing i heard the last thing i heard was that they had him they signed him to do it like I like Pedro Pascal, I do. But the thing is, is that like I feel like he's getting a lot of work because the industry right now is being faced with this sort of don't have white guy syndrome thing. Yeah. And so like they're you know he is the go to likable Hispanic guy that they right, <laughs> that they can right, bring right, into right. like like every. Every he can play sh- the every right show. Guy. Yeah, every show they can sit there with their plausible denial. Well, we have Pedro Pascal. I mean, he's, uh, yeah. he's you know, um, probably just have a white girl because nobody ever complains about the white girl, you know, and uh, Mr. Fantastic will be black and um, you know, Ben Grimm will be orange. I don't I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me anymore. I don't because I, I just don't care about the Fantastic Four. But I, I feel like, well, there's that, you know, it, just read Richards and all this good. Anyway. Doesn't the guy have enough on his plate as it is? Anyways, <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
He's everywhere. Yeah, and that's like give some other actors some work, man. Like yeah. you know what? What the hell? I mean, but all right. Yeah. I mean, I don't dislike the guy. He does a good job in the things that he's in. He's believable and everything. But uh, it is weird. It is weird that he's like the go-to guy for for all this kind of stuff. Like yeah. strange what Disney's up to. I don't know. I don't know. And, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested too with the DC and Gunn being behind, James Gunn being behind their new universe and everything. If any of this is going to get better, it, the new Aquaman doesn't look like it. But I think that's still, I think that is still the previous Old. administration. Yeah. Or whatever Old you guards. want to call it. Um, and uh, it may be the last one of the previous administration. And, and now, you know, they're going to hopefully. Um, reimagine it re redo right. it change it up make it different do it better i don't know i don't because i don't know how these studios work you know like nobody <laughs> does really i guess unless you're knee deep in it but you know like for instance when i watch any of these justice league in the in the last five years or so right of any of these yeah. The special effects are not really that great. They seem like they're all over the place. It seems like they're almost like a like a video game or something. Like the backgrounds are just kind of blurry. They're flying in the air. They're 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 battling. There's like laser light things going by. It's overdone, I guess is how it, how it looks to me. It's in and I don't I don't think it helps things like i think it's like it's too much and i'm just saying to myself like so i don't know if like james gunn he's the producer and stuff and he's like all right now we're gonna add some special effects here superman's gonna throw this house and then it's still gonna look like shit you know what i mean yeah. like it's gonna be that same group of people that does their 3d and i'm, I'm gonna be like yeah this, is, this looks terrible but hey anyway let's get off this i got 10 yeah, get minutes off it. i wanted to talk real quick about some video game stuff um all right Recently, they came out with this 2600 plus Atari Corporation, uh, the new Atari Corporation, the people that own the, the Atari brand, which is now Atari. Uh, okay. They um, they uh, they released the 2600 plus. It is a slightly smaller version of the 2600, and uh, it takes cartridges, just same old Atari 2600 cartridges, as well as it'll play 7800 cartridges. Uh, and it comes with the traditional joystick, pretty much identical to the original joystick, as well as you can get some paddle controllers. You can also use your original Atari 2600 joysticks if you still have them or paddle controllers with it. And essentially, it gives you con connection to an HDMI TV. So it's just like a traditional 2600, but it lets you connect it to the television set. I've watched... <laughs> probably a, a half dozen, maybe 10 different people on YouTube talk about this thing. And they're all <laughs> kind of talking it up, like how <laughs> great it is to be able to go yeah. back and play these old games on HDMI TV, HDTV. Uh, who is this really for? Nobody wants to play any of this. Like, if you wanted to play any of these old games, they've been releasing these flashback consoles for the last 10 fucking years, right? Yeah. And you could yeah. play all of these games. Like, any game you wanted to play, you could either hack into these things and put the games on there, or right. it came preloaded with, like, 120 games. They just released one recently for the Atari 50. It's got, like, 130 games on it or something. 
Like, yeah. what else do you want to play? It's a, you know what I mean? Like, it's, and it came, usually comes with like two controllers and two paddle controllers if you buy the whole kit, you know, for a hundred bucks or something. Like, yeah. like who wants to take their cartridges and play Atari? Now, listen, uh, it's cool if you do. And it's nice that that's an option for you to have out there. Sure. But what I'm saying is, is that if you don't have Atari cartridges, why the hell would you buy this thing? <laughs> like yeah. it, it's it's ridiculously antiquated. It's older and dirt. And I don't believe for a minute that anybody wants to play any of those single player Atari <laughs> games uh, yeah. in this day and age when you've got modern consoles. Even you know what I mean? Like there's just they're not. Yeah, well, some of them are fun. Sure. Yeah, some of some of them you go back just to just to put on just to just right. to just for, to mess around with for, for a couple five minutes. minutes. But you're not going to spend like a hundred and so was about one hundred twenty bucks, uh, and ha- and then buy a cartridge to play. No, no, right? Like you're just going to buy ain't... one of these nostalgia systems or just steal it like every other person does on the internet. I know some people are against that, of course. I of understand, course. but. I, I don't think like Atari's getting any money from anybody blowing the dust off their old cartridges to play in with this system. So yeah. it's it to me it just seems like it it just seems like um it it seems silly. It seems like now listen to, to, to Atari's credit they they got together with uh, my arcade I believe and they, my arcade came out with a new twenty six hundred. Um, uh, arcade system kind of thing, right? So it's a little small cell phone size thing. You connect up to your TV, has two joysticks that also can double as paddle controllers, right. and it has like a hundred and some games on it, I think. I don't know. Sure. I can't remember how many I count. And I think it's like $99 or something if you want to pay that. And um, to me, that makes more sense. But like, like what would really make more sense is just allow people to buy the games and and download the ones they want to buy. But then it gets complicated because of the licensing and the, the, so they don't do that, you know? So they're just like, well, we don't want to do that. So, you know, people will hack it and do all this kind of shit. But I just think like, this is a dumb product. Like, I just think it's, I I think it's, it's not, you know, there's these people that don't want to say that because they're just kind of, they want to be in the good grade. They want to get products for free. They don't want to piss anybody off. They want to, they want everybody to think, oh, yeah, but I don't think anybody's going to run out and buy this thing. I just don't, like, if they do, they're going to play it for one afternoon, and then they're never going to turn right. it on again. It's, you know, it's they've gone on to play other things. Because it's 2023, and we've got new game shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many games to play. Why are you going to go as, back and play those? Go ahead. As fun as, it, as fun as it would be to play Pitfall, just for a couple minutes, you know, like... Like you'd be like, oh yeah, I play. I, I haven't played Pitfall in forever, but you know that it's just a ten minute timer, right? And once it's over, it's over. So it's like this, you, you know, a couple minutes. Fodder you're like, oh, okay, cool. But all these games have been available forever on other ways. There've been all these game packs and shit. You buy them, you know, you get cartridges and shit. You know, okay. But here's what I will say. Here's what I if I'm going to give it some credit or whatever, like twenty six hundred. One aspect of it is that it was good at multiplayer games. There were a lot of fun multiplayer games that people could sit in the same room. You could have up to four people in certain places, like sure. Warlords or something. Warlords, yeah, I was going to say. And you could play four-player games, and a lot of those games were pretty fun. And, you know, but even if it was you and somebody else, you could both sit down and have some kind of competitive game, even playing combat or something. You could waste some hours playing some old, like, competitive Atari 2600 yeah. games for a while. yeah. If that's your environment, if that's the environment that you're in where that, you know, 
you got some cartridges that are multiplayer on hand. I don't know what people do. Like that. And uh, you want to, you got buddies that come over and you want to, and they're not going to be like, dude, can we just play Xbox? <laughs> or, you know, can we play right. PlayStation? Like, what are you doing with this old thing? You know, we're not, we're not playing dragster all day. We're not going to play <laughs> fucking Atari skiing. Right. You know, here's drag racing. It's on the same two cars on the same screen that only go about five inches. Right. Uh, so it's so it's like you you could play you could play all these people who are like oh it's such a great idea I get to play all these old school games and all I get it if you you know for the nostalgia factor you go back and you, and like I said you, you're going to play five or ten minutes or anything like that any of these people who are reviewing this stuff and they're telling you it is so awesome to play this game in HDMI <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up you know right. like what yeah. what what is what oh they did they make the cube that you that that represents you in in high definition right. so now you look like a high definition square like there's no. not right no it's the same you know? and and the thing is is it's like uh one, bullshit right and, and one th- one thing i was thinking about it too was that well it does support the 7800 which is also kind of a weird system and, and so there's a handful of 7800 games but you, you can't you can't you know you have to own those games i mean people just don't now atari does sell some new games like you know some upgraded versions like there's a new berserk that you can fire diagonally and otherwise and it Ooh, also has the speech time. in it uh <laughs> and, you know and you can play that on the on the system etc but it has no um, online anything, so you're gonna have to buy a physical cartridge and play it. And I, I get there's some nostalgia for people that are gonna do that, but I just don't see. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see the market for it. It just, it just seems like, uh, it, like they'll make their money on it because there's a lot of people out there that are in the nostalgia and and, and they'll they'll go and and. Um, and buy it. I'm just saying they're not gonna. They're really not gonna play it. And there's a handful of people that will, but usually, like, usually these are the same people that'll be like, "I hacked my system, and now I've got a thousand Atari 2600 games on it on right. one memory card." And it's like, you know, that's cool that you did that, but how many of those games are you really? Gonna, are you really gonna play that Atari Tic Tac Toe? Are you? Right. You're right. not. So why is it there? Do you think somebody's going to come to your house and be like, "Hey, do you got Atari Tic Tac Toe? Do you got that one? Put, put that on and play it." Hey, everybody, come on over on Friday night. We're going to have a gunslinger uh, tournament. Yeah, we're all going to shoot at each other between these fucking carriages. Right? Like, it, no. I mean, like, like nobody's ever going to come and ask for it. And yeah. and uh, no, like, if they do, they're going to be like, they're going to want Pitfall, they're going to want Frogger, they want Asteroids. All the shit you can find in the flashback systems, River Raid, yeah, yeah. So, so some shit that you know that was popular back in the day. But all there these, is. like the other like nine hundred games you've got on that memory card, no, you don't want to yeah. play them. Nobody else wants to play them. You know, First World, Fire World, <laughs> right, right. It's the same, and they do this all the time. They do it with the Nintendo <laughs> systems. You know, there's these multi carts that I have them. You know, because I was doing reviews on things. You know, there's these. Um, systems that come out with like 50,000 games on them, et cetera. But you know, like there's like, there's a handful of games that you're going to play. Totally. I get it. You know, there's some classic (laughs) ones, but all the rest of them are just taking up space. And it's just like this weird bragging, right? That people want to be able to be like, I hacked it and look at this now I've got, you know, 500 games right here, 500 Atari games. All It's like, dude, no one's playing. on I got, I got a bunch of games on my PS4 from my month you know the monthly ones they give away right, it's like right. 
and I've downloaded so many games that I've never even opened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never even put on the opening screen because I look at it and go, I don't want to play that right now. Or I don't want to get into that right uh, now. You know what I mean? Everybody does. Everybody does. Like, I mean, you I, know. I got Farm Simulator because I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was free. And then I like tried it one. I was like, I'm actually going to try this one day. And I tried it one day. I was like, what am I doing? Like, why, why, why am I playing this? Like, I'm, I'm only because it was free. Right. You know what I mean? Right, Cause it was like, right. Oh, but just like, kind of like you had said, like, it's like the stigma of being like, I got farm simulator. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, that's nothing to brag about. Right. I mean, it's like, I buy games on like steam when they're on sale and I'm going to, I'm going to get to them. And I have got games on steam that I've purchased <laughs> At least ten years ago, if not longer, and mm-hmm. I'm I have not played them yet. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm never going to. Like, I'm fifty one. Like, yeah. I'm probably gonna die before I play all the games I have. Like, I'm literally right. never going to play some of these games. And so now when I look at purchasing games, I start to think to myself really hard, like, am I gonna play this? Because right. I, buying it just because it's a dollar <laughs> and it used to right. be a hundred dollars or whatever it's still a dollar yeah. i'm gonna lose if i never play this game you know and i've really got to think <laughs> hard about it uh because it's like i can't the digital <laughs> games i can't give them to anybody either i can't be like well i'm not gonna right. play it but maybe you will but there, you know what i've learned from history too that if you've got a bunch of games that you don't want to play and you give them to somebody they don't want to play them either they're not they're not gonna play those games the kids aren't gonna play them they're not interested in them i remember i gave somebody uh when i was dating this girl i gave her one of my playstation 4s and it had um for their kids and it had uh the um the pt demo it was like the the silent or not is it silent hill yeah silent hill demo that kojima was was putting together with that dude from the walking dead um whatever his name is, uh, Kirkman, you know, the guy, the Daryl, whoever oh, plays Daryl. Oh, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yeah. So him and them and, and, and it, and the demo is, it's kind of good. Like you're going through this hallway and you kind of repeat it. It's got these scary moments in it and stuff. It's, and it was kind of like a prequel of, of, of the, the new game that they were working on together. But then there was a falling out. Kojima left the company. The, the thing was canceled and they, they got rid of the demo, right? Demo has yeah. gone. So if you own a PlayStation 4 and you had the demo on it, you could still use it. But if you deleted it, you could never download it again and be gone. Well, this one PlayStation 4 I had, I, I gave it to them and I was explaining all this to them. I'm like, so this demo, it's it's going to be, it's gone and stuff. And the kids are like, all right, we're going to erase it so we have some room so we can download <laughs> some Fortnite yeah. skins or something. I'm just like, yeah, you know. Nobody gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's just, people don't care. Nobody, you know, there's so many games. There's so many games. There's right. so many games. Yeah. It, 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 it's crazy how many games there are and, that are out there. Like, it. so it's like, yeah, just. I've done I've done the same thing like you said. I went to, like, Sophie uh, likes to go to vo- the, the VOA, the Volunteers of America over there behind McDonald's in North Homestead. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, thrift store or whatever. She likes to go in there and I'll be like, okay, I'll go with her. And I'll be like, I'm going to go look at the videos and I'll go back and I'll look at like the DVDs and the CDs and stuff. And I'll see stuff. And I'll be like, wow, I'll be like Spider-Man for a dollar. I'm like, I'll grab it. And then I'll like walk in and I see something else. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a dollar. This is a dollar. It's whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And it's not even the fact that I'm spending four or $5 because it's a good bargain or whatever, you know, a movie for a dollar or whatever. But then I just sit at, at some, at some point I'm, I'm in the store looking at the movies like, 
are you actually going to like physically watch these? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have to ask myself that it's like, it's like, dude, seriously, like I get it. It's only four bucks. That's not a big deal. You know what I mean? But are you seriously like you could probably look it up on some, you know, site or, you know, some streaming service probably has them. Right. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? And it's like, you just end up putting it up, you know, and I, you're just like, whatever, I'll just put it back then because I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to play the games. I know. I know. Like I'll, I'll look like, at CDs for fifty cents and be like, I'm not even going to listen to this. I, I've already got all this music. I've gotten to the point where, like, when I'm like, uh, like with Microsoft's, um, uh, I canceled the the thing, which the, the the you know the monthly free games, Xbox yeah. Gold, Xbox yeah. Gold. But the thing about Xbox Gold was that if you downloaded the games, like you said, okay, I want whatever it is, you know, Madden yeah. last year or whatever, yeah. and you and you got it. Even if you cancel your membership, you could still play that game forever. Like you nice. owned it basically. Now I that probably changed with you know in recent years, but that's how it was on the three sixty. So yeah. if you got on three sixty, you know, it didn't matter. It was yours forever. But the thing is, is that like I got to a point when I had the Xbox One where you know you get the two free games a month, and I would look at those two free games and I'm like Am I ever going to play this game? Am I ever going to play it? Uh, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's free. It's free. It's a free Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going to push the, like the, the buy button on it. Cause I just, I'm never going to play it. I'm never going to, there's not going to be a moment where I'm bedridden and just like, I can only play castle crashers. And that's it. So I guess I'll play. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it might be a great game. It might be super fun or something, but you know what? I'm never going to get to it. I got so many easily. I easily have five Call of Duty games (laughs) and I've never played any of them. I have a Call of of Duty Xbox One and I have never played the actual Call of Duty on (laughs) on the system. They came with it and no. Didn't didn't play the game at I'm, all. Yeah, I'm, I'm downloading. I'm downloading these games. Like there was so much hype behind this game, and there's so much <laughs> hype behind this game, and everybody was jazzed about this game, and everybody's cool about this game, and then I, and then I just never touched them. I'm just like, ah, I don't even care. It's like with Steam. Like you, you I own all these games, and and uh, I'll have a bunch of them installed and stuff, and then it starts installing patches, and I think to myself, like I gotta uninstall some of these games that I'm never playing because it's just <laughs> wasting my time you know, patching yeah. things that I haven't even played. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the update list is so long. It's like, never played that. Never played that. Nope. Oh, that's getting an update. Like, Great. Why am I, in, you know, why am I even installing this game <laughs> that I'm never going to get yeah. to? Like, it's, it's so dumb. Mm. All right. We're super long. So thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back to complain about stuff next hey. week. Yeah. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at vgn.us. That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, Be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening and good night. Peace.